Hello, back again, back again. I'm here for your next quarantine review. But instead of doing a film, I'm actually gonna focus on a book that I'm actually quite fond of. Uh, it's called Hall of Mosses by Nicoline, Nicoline Evans. How did I screw that up? I'm so madly in love with her, but uh, I always seem to butcher her name, but it is Nicoline Evans. Um, quirky is great writer. Uh, I've gotten the chance to interview her actually uh, for a couple of different conventions as Bitten Apple TV. Um, sweet little blonde woman. So if you want to check out the video interviews that we've done, uh, I would definitely recommend uh, looking up Nicoline Evans. Now that is spelled N I C O L I N E. Last name is Evans, E V A N S. And the book that I'm going to be talking to you about is actually called The Hall of Mosses. Um, when I met Nicoline, uh, I thought she was actually pretty funky. I thought she, she seemed very different to me. And I wanted to kind of just explore that realm. Whenever uh, I'm doing my interviews, I try to explore people as much as possible because I like books. I like um, the authors. I like getting to know the authors as well as much as I enjoy uh, reading and getting to know what they've written. Just because there is an essence, uh, no matter what kind of artist you are, you leave a portion of yourself in all of your work. So uh, for those who are, you know, uh, listening, um, I want to tell you about Hall of Mosses, which is actually book one. So the book is actually $17. Um, you can get it off of her website, Amazon, or if you want to do a Kindle as well, you can do that as well. Now, uh, the premise of the book is that you're taking this journey uh, with the lead character who is Juniper. Now, Juniper Tiernan, uh, she comes from a dark place. And you don't realize she's coming from a dark place uh, until you start getting roughly halfway through the book. And I find Juniper to be like a very relatable character, primarily because uh, she kind of has an introvert personality. She's very guarded. And you learn that Juniper actually came from New York City and made her way over to Washington State, which is actually uh, a journey that I was on the verge of doing uh, until a couple of things changed and I was unable to move out to Washington. So it's probably why I took the story a little bit more uh, to heart than I probably would have. Um, but uh, Juniper is living her life out in Washington. And it's not that life is perfect. She has people who respect and understand that she does not want to divulge herself and like, oh, this happened to me when I was five. Um, and not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just that Juniper is like me, just doesn't talk about the past unless it just seems to make sense to explain it. And that was one of the best parts about Juniper. Um, so she's enjoying and basking in nature, completely in nature, which is another thing that I personally enjoy because, again, that's for me, that's highly relatable. I can get lost in rivers and uh, trails, sit in the park, uh, sit by the water, uh, go into the beach. It doesn't matter. As long as I'm in some kind of nature setting, I am a happy camper. And that's primarily what Juniper's doing. So she's reconnecting with nature and while she's in nature what starts to happen is the trees begin to speak to her and you might be thinking what 
like is she smoking while she's out there she's not <laughs> um, nature starts to communicate with her and at first she feels like she's losing her mind because anyone in their right mind would be listening to a tree going you know that that would throw anyone off so it's not like she dives into it like I can talk to trees um, she's not like this weird, you know, uh, I guess cheerleader version of the Avatar or anything like that. Uh, she's dealing with understanding and accepting the fact that nature is actually communicating to her through the trees. Now, what she's trying to piece together is rather the fact of why they're talking to her. And that's the story that you kind of just fall into when you're trying to figure out well, why are they talking to her what makes her so special and you kind of find out that mother gaia or mother nature mother earth um the same one that's very upset with us and sent us all to our rooms right now um <laughs> she um is connecting with her because she's now considered to be a leader she has been picked by mother gaia um as as a leader and the reason why she's been picked as a leader is because there are other leaders who Mother Nature has been communicating with, uh, whether it's through water, through air. Um, it is it is a little intense. And what starts to happen is, in order to convince Juniper, this is what's going on in your world. And I'm giving you basically a head start. So she... Gaia, Gaia kind of like really treats Juniper as your typical parent. Like, look... I'm telling you not to put your hand in the fire. I mean, you can choose not to listen to me, but how about I tell you a couple of predictions of things that I plan on doing so you can just get on board and do what I asked you to do, which is to clean your room. So <laughs> that's basically um, the, I guess, the, the brash way of describing how Gaia is with her. And what starts to happen is Juniper actually watches all of these predictions actually come true. And she's very conflicted with the predictions where um, basically people on planet Earth are dying. Um, and she's she's heartbroken because she feels like, I should have been able to give a warning. So every time uh, Gaia gives her some kind of idea, like this is what's going to happen. And this is what I plan on doing in this country, in this area, blah, blah, blah. As uh, Gaia is explaining all this to her, she's trying to figure out how to warn people, which is, I mean, how would you warn someone of that? If you had a vision and, you know, and someone told you, oh, this is definitely going to happen, it is very difficult to explain that to someone because I know if someone walked up to me and goes, okay, guys, uh, can we move over here? I need you to move over here, stat because a major uh, tsunami is going to wipe out this entire country. So we're going to be safe over here. But like, what? What do you, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> that would be, you know, your typical response. So she's being very conflicted with being selected, um, trying to save the ones that she does love. And you start to learn also a little bit about her past when she has no choice but to return to New York. Bronx, New York, typically, of course. Uh, that's where all the trouble is, I would know. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, she does return to New York uh, before she starts to kind of like really um, bask in her her visions and really understand that what Gaia is telling her is actually very true. 
um, and she takes her friend with her, and her friend is learning about her the same time you are. And you learn about a very dark history she has, why she fled, why she left her family and so-called friends and everyone behind. You start to, uh, you don't, you no longer question why she left. You're like, yeah, I would have stepped out too. Um, so I do want to say that I find this book to be very engaging. Um, I like the character development uh, on the level because they introduce introduce her to you. And then you're left with questions and you're curious about her. So I feel like the character development is, it's deep enough for you to be intrigued by the storyline. So obviously there are additional books because I did say that, the, that this was book one. So as you learn about her past and how dark it really is, you get the impression that Juniper is even closed up with you. So you start to become emotionally involved. Um... And again, this could just be because I personally relate to Juniper in that way. And you you feel like you want to get to know her. So when you have someone who's like that quiet and very, you know, very reserved about their past and they don't want to talk about certain things and they just don't, you are involved with Juniper at that point in the storyline and there's no no way of escaping it. Um and I thought I thought that was pretty interesting in regards to character development. Um, I do want to see a little bit more of Roscoe and kind of like uh, you learn a little bit about Roscoe, who is another character, and then he's um, the love interest, and he has to accept that she can talk to trees, um, which I gotta applaud him for. That's like you know boyfriend of the year, I guess. Like <laughs> uh, I want to meet some dude. I'm like I can talk to the trees, and he's just like yeah, I'll stick around, you know. <laughs> Uh, that's a keeper um but I do want to see more of Roscoe I do want to see more of her family and um I love how Nicoline paints the images in your head on like where Juniper really is um she doesn't overdo it in the descriptions and one of the most important things to me is when I'm reading a book Yes, I want you to describe things to me. Tell me like it's snowing. But I do have one particular pet peeve that I didn't discover until I read another book, um, which is why this is very important to me. The author of this other book that shall remain unnamed <laughs> um, was over the top with descriptions. So the descriptions were so much and it took me away from the storyline because I felt like I was trying to read a science book, which is fine. I love science and I'll read nature books just because I'm bored. But it was so much that it didn't allow me as the reader to engage my imagination while I'm reading the book. And what Nicoline here does, she uh, does that very elegantly and allows me to feel like as I'm reading this book, I feel like I'm breathing the Washington air I feel like I can I can see the trees. I'm in there. And maybe it's a little easier for me to imagine because I've been out to Washington State. Um, I do have an agent out there that used to submit me for work like Grimm and stuff like that. Um, so for me, I'm envisioning the things that I got to see. And it's so, it's so elegantly done, at least for me, that's how it feels. Um, maybe you're a different kind of reader, but I definitely would recommend this book for people who like um adventures if you like the science fiction if you like nature uh i definitely would recommend that uh just because it is a very fun book to enjoy 
And I did find myself not able to put it down. And like on nights that I was supposed to be in bed sleeping, I was in bed reading. <laughs> um, so I definitely would give that to Nicoline uh, in regards to being able to keep me well engaged. Now, the beautiful part about uh, Nicoline is that she has a book too, which I have not gotten the chance to read. Uh, I will be doing a follow-up on that one later once I finish reading it, which is A Field of Ashes. And that is book two um the only thing i can tell you about book two is what she has here um in her in her website which is the world is blanketed in ash gaia is gone but she left specific instructions for the champions with each of their corresponding elements with careful timing and placement she has orchestrated the perfect rebirth for earth her magic is set to let the planet heal at a proper pace, like sending a quarantine to send us to our rooms. I'm kidding, that part's not written in there. And her faith is placed in the champions for a graceful resurrection of humanity. Little do they realize they are not alone, and a grave opposition is buried beneath the ruins. And that's just the first paragraph in regards to uh, the book two for a Hall of Mosses. Uh, just to also give uh, a shout out to the other books that Nicoline has written. She has other books that's called uh, Purple Spots, Blue Spots, and Gray Spots. And these are actually um, children's books. And the Gray Spots book is actually a story for those who are learning how to conquer their fears. And that was one of the things that she had explained to me during her um her interviews and i thought that was absolutely amazing so blue spots is like a story for people who are burdened you know by their sadness and when it comes to purple spots it's a storyline that's about acceptance and basically loving people for who they are and who you are as a person and i thought these books were so amazing not only just for kids but also for adults um and it is just it's very sweet on a way teaching children things ahead of time, how to manage their fears, their, uh, their sadness, and how to accept people as they are. Um, so long as they aren't harming you, doesn't really matter. Um, so I definitely want to recommend, you know, anyone who's like taking a look and they're like, oh, you know, I'm a little curious about these, these books. Um, she also has other books uh, from the Nether Isle, um, Heyman's Duology, and the Nomate uh, series, I hope I pronounced that correctly, and I apologize, Nicoline, if you're listening, and you're like, oh my gosh, she's butchering it. I'm so sorry. Um, but yes, she also has a poetry book as well, So, uh, which is called the, the Darkest Garden, which she did have the last time I interviewed her, and her other uh, poetry book is Carrying Stones. So uh, in regards to if you're like, hey, I want to check this book out, I want to get it, uh, her name is Nicoline... Evans. So if you go to her website, NicolineEvans.com, if you Google her, you go on to Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, she's everywhere. It is very easy to find her. So again, her name is spelled N as in Nikki, I as in Igloo, C as in Charlie, O as in Oscar, L as in Larry, I as in Ingrid, N as in Nancy, E as in Eric. Last name is Evans. E-V-A-N-S. That is who you'll be looking for to check out Hall of Mosses and go get yourself on a journey of nature and see if you think you would be one of the champions for Mother Gaia. Or would you be one of the ones that she feels like she has to get rid of? Dun, 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 dun! Um, it's a little weird, I guess, reading this book during a time of quarantine, right? <laughs> 
Um, but yes, please make sure you, you check her out. What she has is very creative, very wonderful, and she has an ongoing beautiful imagination and for those of you who are wondering oh my god who is this wacky person i am listening to you are listening to cadma that is c-a-d-m-a there is only one (laughs) there can only be one uh no but really i'm from bitten apple tv make sure you keep up with me and follow me on instagram under curly cadma uh again cadma is c-a-d-m-a so it'll be curly cadma and I'm also on TikTok as Cadmania, um, <laughs> as well as, of course, Twitter, YouTube, Bitten Apple TV. Even if you just Google Bitten Apple TV, you're bound to find me. Thank you so much for listening. And if you read this book, I definitely want you to give me some feedback. Come find me on my Instagram. Be like, yo, I read that book. That book was awesome. Give me your feedback. What do you think? Because I personally feel like I'm on my own, like uh personal like you know D mission and i'm just like oh man what is the dm gonna give me this time like as i'm reading the book and i think the book is definitely worth it all right thank you guys so much for listening and i don't know i gotta find a tagline for this podcasting um my video i usually do whoop whoop but i feel like that might be too loud for like just audio might you know pierce someone's ears all right whatever we'll figure this out thank you guys bye